Leopard Courage, No Chaser. Episode one. I'm here with my boy Nick what up, and Nev. What to do? Alright guys, what was your first drink? Huh. Man, that was so long ago. My first drink was Seagram's Gin. My homie Blake put me up on it. We used to drink that on the way to work. Don't drink and drive, by the way. Um, uh, it had me lit. I was 17. My first drink, I can't remember what it was. I know, I know it was brown liquor, though. And my cousin introduced to me. Introduced it to me, and I was, I was 15 at the time. Yeah. Okay. How about you? Actually, my first drink was Seagull Gin, too. Yeah. The funny thing is, I never knew the name of it. We always used to call it Bumpy. You want to borrow Bumpy? Cause used to go to the liquor store all the time and say, hey, you want to borrow Bumpy? That's, that's really was my first introduction. Bumpy. Bumpy. Because the bottle was Bumpy. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, I always knew the name, man. It used to be right in my face, but Seagull was... Was the joint, man. Anytime I was with him, that's what he had a bottle ready for work, after work. <laughs> Did you get lit though? Oh, yeah, all the time. All the time. Even at that age? My I first. didn't know what I was doing, so I'm sitting there throwing it back, you know, trying to keep up with all the big homies, and I learned my lesson real quick. I didn't get lit. I can't tell y'all. I was kind of scared for real. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get drunk, but eventually right. I learned. To just uh, go ahead, sip a little bit more, and just get a little buzz, and take it from there. Gotcha. I, I always was a, a slow sipper, so. I feel that. So what's your... my, my bad, but um, I was like, maybe about 14, 15. 14? Yeah. I was young. I was young. <laughs> I was outside at 14. <laughs> you getting lit at 14. <laughs> All right. Playing basketball, sweat for no reason. Right. Facts. Facts. All right. What's your favorite drink now? My uh, go-to drink is uh, Remy Martin, seventeen thirty-eight. Remy. Okay. okay. Smooth. Okay. All right. It is smooth. I agree. But my first drink, uh, my, my favorite drink, the Hennessy. The Hennessy. Yes, Which one though? Nah, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Man, all of them. Black, but black is smooth, though. I got you. And Hennessy Black is smooth. Yeah, I tried it for the first time with you. As a matter of fact, I never had Hennessy Black before or Henny at all. So, yeah, that, that was different for me. I always stayed away from brown. So my favorite, since I started with Seagram's Gin, it went from that to um, Absolute Vodka. That was another good one for me. And then um, as I got older, I'd always walk to the little corner store and get a bottle of, um, what's that shit called? Uh, New Amsterdam. That was my joint. So gin and vodka always for me, man. I didn't get introduced into a white lady until, actually I was in job for. Mm-hmm. You know, I was still young. I ain't go to job for until I was 16. So we was, I was still, I wasn't old enough to get the liquor, mm-hmm. but you know, we had people on the campus when we was old enough and they would get it for us. So it wasn't until then I, I was introduced to gin and tobacco. Yeah. All right. All right. So when you step out and go to the club or the bar, lounge or whatnot, what's the first thing you're getting from the bartender? 
MC. <laughs> I should have known. MC. <laughs> I mean, it depends. If I'm pre, pre-game, I tried to follow out with the same color liquor throughout the night. I got you. But if I'm, I'm clubbing, well, what, what we used to drink when we were clubbing hard was Sobaka, Sobaka, a Swedish vodka. We used to hit that and go to time. Yeah. So for me... Well, I'll say when I moved here to Charleston, because I didn't go out much up north. I'm from up north, so when I moved here, we would go out, and I had a I had a small crew I ran with. We're gonna leave some of them nameless. We're gonna rock with them no more. <laughs> but um, we would always start the night off with a Rumplemints, Rumplemints vodka, uh, the the shots. That should make you earl, huh? Listen, <laughs> nobody told me something so sweet could do so much damage. I'm throwing them back like, oh, this ain't nothing, this mints, right? Oh, I regretted that. Seven or eight in, man, I had buddies on the ground, falling in food, like it, it was it was, it was, was a mess, so yeah. That was my go-to, so now when I go, I'll get one of them, you know, just to kind of see how everybody's reaction is, because they don't want that shot in their life. Was that your worst drinking experience? <sighs> man, I had so many. It's up there. It's it's in the top for sure. Yeah. What's yours? My worst drinking experience was on Parmesan. Drunk too much of Paul. That Paul. And it was like eight degrees. He made me and my homeboy went to the club we pre-game in the car. Drinking Parmesan and orange juice. Crazy combination. Are we drinking? We ain't got no ice, just drinking it. Got tore up in the car, went inside the club. Stupid, stupid. <laughs> Drunk some more inside the club. Man, I'm wanting up on toilet shitting, man. <laughs> in the club. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, man. had to carry me out, man, before I sleep in the car. You see some people get carried out in, in the club down here. That's a, that's a regular now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you? Uh, I was. 16, 17, and I got kicked out of the job for mm-hmm. friends. And we was uh, at my chick house, and we was walking over to his chick house. Yeah. So it was about like a couple of miles. So we had some E&J. Working jerk. Yeah, we had some E&J poured into a bottle because we didn't want to walk and um, get like public intoxication or anything like that. So we poured it in like a drink bottle. And we were just walking and sipping and drinking the whole way there. By the time we got there, I was out. I was I was I was toe up. Toe <laughs> up. Then we ended up walking to her grandma house because she wasn't there. So we were looking for her to uh, get to the grandma house. As soon as I walked into the door, I threw up everywhere. Uh, and the grandma house. And then her, she had a living room, one of those living rooms that nobody could sit in. Yeah, with the plastic on the That's the living room I threw up in. Uh, oh man. I was, I was, I was tore up. I felt bad. Like, they had to drive me home. I feel that. I feel that. Listen, I want to take my statement back earlier. I do know the worst I've ever been. It was when I moved here, me and the family, we took a trip to uh, Savannah. So what's that? What's that called? You can go and drink everywhere? Uh, Riverwalk. Riverwalk. Or River Street, Riverwalk. Walk. Yeah, so I'm down there first time. I don't know. I didn't even know you could walk around and drink. You can't do that up north. So I hit the first bar. I see somebody get a glass. They walk into the street. I'm like, 
Where are they going? You, you they just leave them with a drink? Like you can do that? Bartender finally told me, you know, you, this is Riverwalk. You can go wherever you want. So I get the drink. I'm walking. You underestimate like having that power to go get a drink and keep going. You know what I mean? It's so different from just sitting in a bar. Man, all I remember is we started at 4 p.m. I remember marching to my hotel at like 2 in the morning. My cousin in the background. All I can hear is him saying, left, left, right, left. Like trying to motivate me to get to the room, right? No cap. I get there, pass out, wake up the next morning, phone gone, wallet gone. Some point in the night, I must have just emptied my pockets or somebody went in my pocket, saw me losing it. Had to get a whole new phone, everything. That's how I joined the iPhone gang. I had to go there and that was the only thing they had. That's the worst I've ever been, hands down. I'm afraid of that place, real talk. What what was the most fun place y'all been drinking? Like, the one place y'all gotta go back and get a drink from. Hmm. Whether it be a club, or a vacation spot, or a resort, cruise. Huh. I gotta say, um, in Orlando, um, just, just club hopping. It's a bar hopping. Yeah. Um, downtown Orlando, not a not one specific club or one specific bar. Just just going in one, grabbing a drink from here, and then going to another one. That that's fun to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just meeting different people, seeing people that you know. Hey, what up? What up? You know, and just keep it moving. Mm-hmm. And then you know, going to the club. You know, you checking out who's in there. That's that's fun to me. Yeah. You know. For me, I'd have to say. Um, Warehouse. I know you knew I was going to say that too. <laughs> I only liked that place because I got cool with one of the bartenders. So, of course, I'm like, always good. Yeah. That's it. That's always good when you know a bartender yeah. you're cool with. Yeah, he, it got, he got so cool with us to the point where when we'd be in line, he'd tell the bouncer to let us in. And we'd get free drinks. So, that's always going to be one of my favorite places to go, man. Shout out to Warehouse. If y'all hear this, why don't y'all let me get a. <laughs> couple free drinks next time I'm there. I know um, you're going to say cruise, though, right? This man going on so many cruises, it don't make any sense. Definitely, man. When you get that alcohol, that liquid pack, package, you, you get You get for the <laughs> whole cruise, man. 10, 20 drinks later, you, you stumble to, to the room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How much is a liquid package on a cruise? About, about, about two, I think two, $200, $300. Can't, can't really remember right now. Unlimited drinks, though. Unlimited drinks. Yeah. Get it in. Yeah. But um, I like I'm more I'm more into the the pregame, the getting ready, to, mm-hmm. getting ready to go to the club. Mm-hmm. A lot of, like process sitting down with the homeboys, get to fly, got the drinks on the table, talking about how many bitches you gonna bag tonight, how many chicks <laughs> you gonna holler at tonight, bumping music. Yeah. I mean, I mean, my club days, we we were bomb. We we were playing Jeezy, Yo Wayne. We were in that club atmosphere, in that club mode. Mm-hmm. Can't forget your boy Gucci too. Yeah, yeah, he was in there for sure. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So pregame, you headed there. You headed to the club. We're going out. What you listening to on the way there? What's your what's your get right music? What's your get right artist? 
man, this this subgroup, man. Anything hot hot on the um, radio, that's 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 gangster, that's street. Right. It, it not it, it don't have to be club club wise. Yeah, like it means some gangster shit. After it's some gangster shit, it put me in that mood. Hey, holla at this shit. Yeah. yeah. All right. Definitely. Um, I gotta say, I, my most memorable moments pregame were 2010. Yeah. Mm. 2009, 2010, 2011. At, at that time, Gucci was was bumping. That's, that's uh, the era, man. Waka Flocka. Mm. How I just paint. Right. You know, just go. I would uh, go to the ABC Liquor. We my own boy would grab a pint of Hennessy or whatever. We'll drink that till we get to the club. You know, buy some more Hennessy. You know what I'm saying? But on the way there, it's Waka Flocka. Gucci. Alright, alright. Well, that, that was a good era, man. It was, it was. That was a good club era. So y'all know what I'm gonna say. If you know me, I gotta rock with Wayne. Wayne, I know you was gonna you say. You already know, like, I'm a 100%. Which Wayne, though? Which old Wayne? school Wayne. Like, I still have played the, the first Carter, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Carter, Carter 2. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, I, I rock the new stuff, too. Um, like, Mona Lisa is my anthem right now. That's probably gonna be my anthem till I die. Um, but no, yeah, the old Wayne, man, if I'm headed down somewhere, I'm definitely bumping that, that get me ready. Man, I play that when I'm headed to work, just to get me in the right headspace. Pre-King, when you about to go to the car, which you, why, why are you going to play? Card one, card two? Card one. Card one. Card one. Card one. But to me, card one is not old Wayne, though. You going to block as high uh, old Wayne? Right. I mean, man. I like that, too. I like that, too. I like that too. But yeah, Carter one's always been it for me. Yeah, man. man. had that for what, 400? No, the 500? 500 degrees? Yeah. Yeah, that's old, man. You right, you right. Definitely got them in the playlist. Well, I kind of I agree with you. Carter one, more so Carter two, that that right there. Mm-hmm. I'm no the mixtapes, the drought mixtapes. Oh, mixtape. yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. drought mixtapes. Yeah. yeah, I still got them. Dedication, all of them. Yes. One through six, seven, whatever you want, all of them. Just, just to hear uh, DJ Drama Atlas. That's all you got to oh, hear. Oh, man, I'm ready. That's all you got to hear. I'm ready, yes. Where are we going? That's all I need to know at that point. Okay. So, uh, no ceilings, yes, no definitely, ceilings. definitely. Still got that going. Like I said, I'm going to be Wayne here till I die, man. He ain't going nowhere. Still number one rapper. I know somebody going to argue with me, but, you know. So when when you get into the club, what song you got here to make you a? Hey, I gotta post this chick right here. Do 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 you have to be liquor out, liquor courage, no chasing. Oh, like that. Oh, you just gotta have right music. What matter the liquor or the music in the club most? Hmm. For me, when I would, when I used to approach, probably the probably the liquor over the music. Yeah. Cause the music I'm already gonna have in me on the way to the place anyway. So I'm already courage, amped up man. off that Carter. Liquid courage. Liquid courage. You know, shout out to the name of the segment. Liquid courage. Yeah, that's one that's in me then back then, yeah, that was that was my intro right there. Because at that point you don't care what you say and you don't care exactly. what the what the response gonna be. What about y'all? Me, it's a combination of both. Um, 
at that moment, I got to be kind of have that liquid courage in it. Liquid courage should make you approach any female. No matter if she, she bang on, no matter if she ugly. Mm-hmm. And when you approach her, it has to be something down south, base, base heavy. Because most, most girls dance, dance in southern music with, with bass. That's true. Man, I tell you something. You More. ain't never been in a club with this man. Whenever he get that alcohol in him, straight to the dance floor. You don't even know where he, where, when he left, where he's at. You just turn around and, where the hell at? On the dance floor. No fear. Just straight out there. Yeah. Just don't. I mean, I mean, I might bounce my shoulder. Bounce side to side. Yeah. Hey man, that was dancing is nah, man. Bounce side to side. Yeah. <laughs> two step. Mm-hmm. Charleston two step. Yeah. That's what you get now at Max. <laughs> yeah man. Yeah. But, um, I would say it's a combination. Uh, liquor and music, but most of the time I'm not really trying to go. I just be posted up. Yeah, yeah. 
when they're looking at you. Yeah, when, <laughs> Once when, or twice when, is an when, understatement. I mean, I mean, when, when they're looking at you, your, your judgment is kind of skewed. Yeah. Okay, so I know everything y'all like about the club and the drinks and whatnot. What's the one thing that irritates you about being in a club, if there's anything at all? Going to a podcast ball. Okay. Or, or the bartender knowing you. Yeah. Or the bartender wearing out your drinks. Like, mm-hmm. What do look at? I, I taste straight juice or straight soda. Yeah. I feel that. What's yours? Uh, I didn't have no issues. Like, going to a packed bar, just to pick back to what you said, um, I was kind of a big dude. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I'm moving people out of the way. Mm-hmm. Especially on that look, I'm moving people out of the way. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then, when I go to the bar, it would, sometimes the bar be packed, I would hate, I would hate wait to wait. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they, you know, they run, they doing their thing, trying to get everybody, but you just want to get your drink and get back out to the floor. Floor. You know? Back exactly. out to the yeah. mingling, you know what I'm saying? So, Mm-hmm. So, the one thing I can't stand about going out, and you've been with me, so I know I mentioned this to you before. You go to a bar, it's 90% white. Mm-hmm. Scratch that. 98% white. <laughs> <laughs> we the only two specs in there, right? Good vibe, good music, drinks okay. We at the pool table. Never fails in this one bar. All of a sudden, we'll get surrounded by some guys, a couple women. We're playing pool, mind our own business, staying in our lane, and keeping our head on a swivel at the same time, because, you know, we the 2%. Um, Conversations start out of nowhere from some chick. Don't know her. She just comes over there and starts talking. Then that question always pops up. You got any drugs on you? Like, why I can't just come out here and relax? Why I got to be the hustler? Because I'm the 2% in here? I got to be the one with the... <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's, That's my pet peeve. It's a crazy question. It's, it's like... Well, she was going to ask me something else. Maybe, maybe for my normal. Or maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe go out to the dance floor. Yeah. But you asking me for something. Yeah. Ask or, or some weed. They build it up like they about to try to get at you. And then they bring you right back down to that. And you know what I do to I lie every time. I'm like, yeah, I ain't got them right now with my homeboy. <laughs> man, I haven't called you. Man, then they come to ask me. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my pet peeve, man. I can't stand it. Can't stand it. Uh, how about the long lines going into the club? See, I guess that doesn't bother me as much because most of the time we would get down there and it wouldn't be one. Mm-hmm. Like, we get there pretty early, but... The times that we do get there, it's downtown. So if you in a line, every place got a line. Yeah. So you just kind of got to pick your poison at that point. So that don't get to me too much. My experience uh, being in Orlando, um, if there was a line, we would go to the VIP line. Yeah. Right. Pay the extra grade? Pay the extra grade to get in. Because if there's a line, that means it's thick and it's swole. Yeah. And it's jumping. So we trying to get in there. Because after a while, it hit capacity. They're going to start charging extra at the door anyway. Man. Yeah. You know, so we're going to hit the VIP, make sure we can get in. You know, so I'm skipping the line. 
I feel that. I've never been in a VIP line, so it costs a lot to get through there. Not that yeah. much. Oh, come on, I bet some places VIP meant fifty dollars, sixty dollars. Right? I mean, it I'm getting back in that regular line. Who's in there? Yeah. How, yeah. how small it is? You know. I've been places there was no special guests. The line just was crazy. Mm. And my thought process is, I already done pregame. Look, is where I'm in the line for for three, forty minutes mm-hmm. to try and get in the spot, mm-hmm. and some of those spots was were well worth it. Mm-hmm. What well, what was the I don't know if you touched on this. What was the best city that you party in? Savannah, hands down. Savannah. Even though I lost my phone, my wallet, my whole life, <laughs> that was the best place for me. Hometown, Orlando. Yeah. Man. Scene is like, like nothing else, man. I mean, I've been a couple places, but I gotta go to the hometown, Orlando. Okay. Okay. Right. Me personally, I got mixed feelings about it, man. I done party in Charleston, I done party in Columbia, South Carolina, Greensboro, North Carolina, um, Charlotte, North Carolina, um, Atlanta, Georgia, Jacksonville. And I'm probably in some nice places. Um, one thing I can say is when you're with your homeboy, no matter where you are, you're going to have a good time. It's facts. Facts. I, facts. I got a shout out Orangeburg, South Carolina. South Carolina State. Representative. OB. Okay. Okay. So, Orlando, hometown. You've been out. You've seen the club atmosphere here. We, we drove through there. Is it is it a strip like that, or are the clubs more separated? Like you hear on King Street, you got club, restaurant, club, 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 restaurant. Is it like that in Orlando? Everything's spread. Right, it's, it's a little, little spread. I mean, you got shop, open shops. You know, because we're during the day. Yeah. People come shop, but at night. That's where it's at. That's where it's at, and like the uh, it could be two clubs on the same block, and then the next block over one club, and like three blocks over another club. Mm-hmm. We hit them all up, taking that walk, and, and everybody's down there. Everybody's down there shopping. I mean, not just shopping, but just clubbing. You mm-hmm. know, just walking on the strip. So, craziest thing, and you may have to think on this, you've seen in the club. Man, I, I see downtown Charleston. I see, I think it was at the warehouse at one of those spots down there. I seen a chick get naked on the dance floor, man. Oh, this, no. this, this start taking clothes off, man. She was that lit. She was that lit. Man, what I see, man. Club FLA. It was not even a club, actually a sports bar. And club she didn't get naked, but she had no drawers on. Mm. And it, man, I can't even go into detail. <laughs> for real, for real, but um, she was lit. She was lit. Okay. She, and then her friend was there trying to get her off the dance floor. She didn't want to go. Mm. Always that friend. So <laughs> always that one trying to save him. Always. And this, and this dude all around her. You know what I'm saying? They touching on her and everything. Yeah. Yeah. She trying, Her friend was trying to save her, but... Wasn't no saving that. Nope. She, she went from the dance floor, then she got on top of the table. Table. It was wild. Mm-mm. I don't know if you was with me, um, damn, when we went downtown. 
but we went to a warehouse one week and you you ever remember seeing a guy come in there in a wheelchair yeah. and like everybody would like rock with him and get him drinks yeah. this man had no fear like like he was like my hero anytime he came in there because he would just roll right on up get at whoever he wanted to get at you know they talked to him they'd entertain him but not out of respect I remember one time we were down there this dude his girl started talking to the dude in the wheelchair she was just being nice Homeboy tried to have a full-on fight with the man in the chair, bro. It's crazy, man. Crazier was that the dude in the wheelchair was with it. <laughs> he rolled right outside. Like, what's happening? I'm like, is he really about to go here and fight this man? I went home. I ain't even to be a part of that because that was going to end up on World Star or something. I had to leave. So as as we get older, are we still in the club life, or do you rather just chill at home, um, get a bottle? Chill and drink, listen to music, or you, or do you have to have the club? You know, I don't, I don't feel the need to go out like that no more. I mean, it's always cool to step out every once in a while, you know, hang out with the fellas, you know, somewhere preferably with a pool table. It's light. Like I don't really need that tight atmosphere where I'm shoulder to shoulder and gotta watch my jays the whole entire night. Nah. And you gotta be alert. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, yeah, I'm I'm cool now. Like, yeah, me, me too. Um, I'm not doing the club scene. I'd rather do the bar. You know what I'm saying? I feel more more calm at the bar. You know, especially with the young the young ones nowadays. Yeah. Um, but I got you know got a balance too. Do something at home whenever you can, but definitely got to get out with the boys. You yeah. know, get some fresh air. Yeah. I feel, I feel the same way. Part, part of me being older, sometimes I can't relate to the music. So I, I try to go to older spots or maybe just, just go to the bar, shoot pool, yeah. and relax. But um, you gotta have a combination of both. Chill at home and drink. Maybe, maybe call your homeboy and sit back and chill, talk about your old days of going to the club. Yeah. Yeah, that's another thing too. Like you said, we're we're older now, so we step out to a bar club now, and everybody in there is like twelve. <laughs> it just don't feel the same, same right? You yeah. know, you got nobody when you, when we were approaching. You got nobody to approach. You know, because they twelve. You know, they gotta go to class the next and, day. And you know what? We when we were young, we always used to tease the old guys. Yeah, at, and at now we the old guys. You know? <laughs> we getting there at least. I remember one time we went to a warehouse and there was a guy, man, he had to be like 60. He came in there living his best life. And he was dressed up, suit and tie, ready to go. And I'm looking at him like, man, you need to be home, like looking at your portfolio. You don't need to be in here. So, so uh, do you prefer a mixed club or half black, all black, half Latino? Oh, do, do it have to be a mixed bar? When I was club hopping, it was, it was, it was a mixture. Like mm-hmm. it was one club, it was more whites, but that club had a good DJ. Though. Yeah. That DJ, he, he was spinning and he was just jumping in there, and then we'll leave there and go to the, you know, our, our minority club, um, and it would be jumping in there, but you know it's always drama. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm gonna piggyback up. 
one now for you answer. So for me, it, it it just depends on the night and how I'm feeling. You know, sometimes I want to go where I want to go to that little <laughs> that little bar lounge on Sproul where you know somebody's gonna get shot that night. <laughs> Some nights I feel like that, and there's other nights where I want to go like downtown and it's a mixture or you know it's maybe 60 40 and i know it's gonna be safe somebody just gonna probably try to give me a bro hug 12 times you know yeah. it just really depends on, the, on the, how i'm feeling how i feel like swinging or not i think i think um 60 40 it's a good ratio yeah but if i'm in a, a black club and i see a white girl come in i say yo let me all that <laughs> She 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 might she might be more more inclined to date outside her race. Cause it's a mixed club. Cause it's a mixed club. I feel that. So, so does the ratio of the club matter or the DJ? That's that's the question I wanted to ask. So for me, it's it's the DJ. Yeah, yeah. Cause when I was out there shooting my shot, I I didn't really care. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm didn't matter like um the color so the dj probably would win that for me like if it's got a good vibe then i'm there yeah definitely the dj definitely because I, i've been to reggae clubs and uh latin clubs you mm-hmm. know so but all the djs they would you know play good music so mm-hmm. he was able to vibe you know so definitely the dj speaking of latin clubs though i've been to one Listen, you don't see no dancing until you go to a Latin club. club. I agree with you, man. I could live there. Uh, I think about the DJ, too. After the DJ is, is, is on his game, any club you go to, whether it's black, white, Latino, you're going to be on the dance floor dancing. You're going to be more talkative to, 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 to the opposite sex. Yeah. You you gonna be enjoying yourself, mm-hmm. so the DJ is really important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everybody has that one homeboy that can't take out to the club. They get too lit, or they cause trouble. How many times have you had to save that person from getting knocked out in the club? I, I never had a situation like that. I always had a situation where somebody bump into one of us and it's like, yo, if you fighting, I'm fighting. Yeah. Regardless if you start the fight or or it's his fault, I'm fighting regardless. And that that was the approach of us going out to, to clubs. Yeah. We going out here, we, we not going to start anything. But we going out here as t- together as a team. If something happened, I'm expecting the other person to jump in and fight. Yeah. And if I get too intoxicated, big bro, you need to grab me. You need like talk some sense into me. I hear that. I, I didn't have that experience. I didn't like everybody. I was rolling with knew how to hold their liquor. You know. <laughs> that's that. That's the key. That's hold that's your the, liquor. That's the key. So, we didn't have that experience. I mean, we know, somebody might bump it to you, you might say something to them, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. We have those situations where we had to save somebody. Unfortunately, I've had to save 
a few people a few times, <laughs> man. So I used to hang out with some people that just couldn't hold their liquor. Uh, that's just really what it is. Um, not to the point where they got like angry drunk, but they got to the point where they thought they knew everybody. And then they walking up and they just hugging random six foot seven ass dudes like and they don't even know them. No. So yeah. those always turned into problems where we had to step in and be like, no, nah, that ain't that ain't happening tonight, but not. Um, took me a while to learn my lesson, but I stopped taking that person out because it was guaranteed a problem if that person came out. Could just couldn't hold their liquor at all. So so have you had a situation, you're in the club, you're feeling right. And y'all you're dancing with a chick, you got the number, and conversation is still going. She and she wanna head back to the crib, but you came three three deep, four deep. What do you tell your homeboys? Mm, that's a good one. My homeboys already know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> For real. You taking them back. Uh, <laughs> I'm weak. Hop in the back, in the middle. <laughs> Take it back, <laughs> but usually we know we try to make sure it's everything's equal. Yeah, but if it's not, it's still going down. Yeah, so, yeah. so, so you said, Hey, do do you got some homegirls for, for my boy? Right, okay, and sometimes they'll try, they'll try to call somebody, maybe one person to come out, or we have to pick up that one person or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, okay, okay, yeah, usually about the same, but. Most of the time, we would go out, we'd be a couple cars deep. deep. So if it came down to it, like you say, my homeboys already know what was going on back then. Um, but what's what's that conversation about? Oh, ain't no conversation. They see it. They, they, they see, see it. it, yeah. They already know what's happening. You know, it's just when I used to be out in the club frequently, it's just that look, you know? Like if you over there talking to somebody, you over there, and I see you with her for a good 20, 30 minutes, minutes. and you ain't looking at nothing else. I already know. Oh yeah, he he ain't riding with us. He good. He good. You know, and yeah. So no words need to be said. I think. Do, I mean, do, do you shoot a text in the morning or a phone call in the morning? You know, I make sure they good. Yeah, yeah, I make sure they good. But I ain't gonna do it that night. I'm gonna let them handle their business. <laughs> you definitely. Well, you leaving the club together though. Like, yeah, I'm not just leaving my homeboys there. They not just leaving me there. Like, yeah. we all leave. Like, yeah. if I'm leaving. We all leave and then go our separate what, ways if we need to. What if it's like twelve? Y'all stay in the two. They come up, it's midnight, and they y'all in separate cars now. And they bouncing out with that chick. Y'all leaving too? We leaving together. Okay. Be, I mean, it'd be so much drama. That's and true. So. I, I agree with him, but most of the time, you're going to wait till the lights turn on in the club. That's true. That's true. I feel that. Leave, leave me in a club early? I have never left a, a club early. Never? Never. Never that I can remember. If, if I'm having a shitty ass night, I'll leave and go to a nightclub. Right. I only left a club early once. Um, I was drunk. <laughs> and, I was like, and I was feeling nauseous. And I was like, man, I gotta get out of here. Cause I'm like, to the point where I couldn't even like keep my head up. I couldn't be on a swivel. Like if somebody tried me, I yeah. knew I was going down. Yeah. So I like I need to get myself out of the situation. Facts. But I just needed some air. Cause as soon as I got outside, I was good. Yeah. I was like I want to go back in now. Right. Need some fresh air. But you know, once you come out, what well, this particular club you had to pay to get in because it was on it was uh, after um they charge you five dollars to get back in. Right. right. <laughs> so after that, instead of just paying again, we just went in and left. Most clubs in the south kind of the same. 
Um, it's the five dollars re-entry fee. <laughs> Hate that fee, bro. Like you just saw me like two minutes ago. Man, you just saw me. I just went outside smoking. Exactly, man. Exactly. I still got the band on. Right. It's still fresh. Like it's still unsticking. Like you just put this on me, but like I shouldn't have to pay you again. But yeah, man, they be wilding with that, man. Have y'all ever heard an in a club? Like went to the bathroom and throw up? Nope. Nah, nah, not me. I got a few. <laughs> <laughs> never inside. I heard on the outside of one before, but never inside. That was Savannah too. I mean, I mean, like stepping off going to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Nah. No, never, never. Man. I've been good so far. Say so far. So far. <laughs> you never know. One of my homeboys sworn to get me drunk in the club one day. Still waiting on that. Said he was gonna get me back. So <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Might have to pre pregame that night. Mm-hmm. I took this man out for his uh celebration. You graduated. Congrats once again. Appreciate that, man. And um I told him, but we went. It's gonna go down tonight. Like you gonna be like how I have my other homeboy who's gonna stay nameless because we don't rock with him no more. Yeah. And he, I don't know if he believed me or not. I didn't. I really didn't. He didn't man. believe me. But at the end of the night, he was the next victim. The uh, uh, Rumple Mints. For the win. For the win. But he made it. He didn't do. He was safe. Not in the club. He was straight. It was afterwards. But you know. I was proud of that moment. It's an accomplishment for me when I can get y'all lit like that. Really? <laughs> it's memories, you know? <laughs> Alright, so, you know, we skipped it today, though. What are we drinking on right now? Um, I'm definitely drinking on Remy Martin, 1738. We got some Patron Silver. And we got some Hennessy Black. Okay. And we uh, mix it down with Coca-Cola. I'm drinking that 1738. No chaser. Straight. Right. No chaser. Straight. Okay. Well, should, let me pour a glass too then if we join it. No chaser. See, I, I gotta mix mine. It's fine. It's hidden. I know. Fine, fine cognac, man. Come hidden. on, man. Yeah, you, you see, I'm reading this bottle real quick before I get my life away. All right, 1738. When's the first time y'all tried this? This is my first time, man. Oh, really? No, uh, I forgot the name of the rapper. Um, he from New Jersey. He got like one eye. Um, Trap Queen. Trap Queen came out with that song um, a couple years Freddy? ago. Yeah, Frey Walk. Frey Walk. Yeah, um, he actually uh, say something about it in the song. And I tested it out. I said, shit, this smooth. Before that, I was in Hennessy drinking heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I went from white to brown to white back to brown. Mm. But this right here is smooth. It took it took me a long time before I uh, even tried brown. And I know I told y'all before I just can't, man. Brown gets me in trouble. Mm. But um, nobody felt the need to enlighten me that you're not supposed to mix brown and white right. in the club. That's what happened in Savannah. And see, I paid the price for that. So now I know. You start with one, you finish with one. I remember they tried to kick you like that one time. I was drinking Hennessy. You know what I'm saying? Then we see some friends in VIP. 
So they drinking on Grey Goose and VIP. And they, they gave us a ball. But I had, had had already been drinking the Hennessy, but I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I ain't even risking it, not tonight. I'm like, nah, but my homeboy, he took the, he took the ball to the I just, I just ordered some more Hennessy. Mm-hmm. But I can't do it. Can't mix it. What's the worst drink you've had? Oh, man. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I hate E&J. Irk and Jerk. That was one of your first, wasn't it? Yeah. E&J? Irk and Jerk. I got a bad story every time I drink it. <laughs> and what, what, that nickname, Irk and Jerk, is true. Yeah. <laughs> huh. I'm gonna have to try that, man. What about you? It was a uh, it was a white liquor, man. I think it was. I think it was a gin, like a lemon flavored gin. Mm-hmm. And when I was young, I woke up one morning, like 10, 11 in the morning. It was one of the bottles that hadn't been touched. Nobody was drinking on it. I popped it open. I drank the whole bottle. <laughs> Set up. <laughs> But it, it didn't taste good though. But it was a bottle that you know mm-hmm. that was there, so I was like, we'll go ahead and get lit early. It was just nasty, man. I didn't yeah. like it. I got I you. Like I got you. I don't know if I have one, man, that sticks out. I've had so many that Rumplement. <laughs> yeah, I guess the Rumplement one. Yeah, that's gotta take the cake for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. The craziest thing is it don't never it always tastes good on the first one. Yeah. Second one, horrible. Yeah. Like so I remember we started partying in uh in the Park Circle area. And I don't know the name of the club. I think it ended up uh, catching on fire and they just reopened it back up. You know the name of that over there? Nah. Right. Well that particular spot. We're at the bar. This chick ends up next to us, and she asks the bartender for some drink. I'm drunk, so I don't know what she what she's asking for, what she's talking about. I said, well, I want one of them too, right? Yeah. She ends up getting me one too. When you know the name of this drink, please don't jump in and let me know. But he pours some brown liquor in there, pours something else in there, lit it on fire. I never sobered up so fast in my life. <laughs> Like you supposed to drink this? She grabbed that thing. A flame, flaming Dr. Pepper. There you go, there you go. Flaming cold. Yeah. So we were supposed to race to drink, and she beat me because I was blown by the fact uh, that it was on fire. Never seen that in my life. Flaming rum, one fifty one, Coca Cola, they light on fire. Man. Mm. Some of those flavor drinks I don't like them either. Yeah. I had one drink that was chocolate something. Yeah. I don't think that's a good mix. Max, not me either. Man. Yeah, that don't even sound right. Yeah, that would bother me. Mm, I see. I know females might like it, but for me, um, mm. I know one drink females do like though. Yeah, what's that? That Long Island iced tea. Oh yeah, you hear that all the time. That's that go-to. It is. Hey, anything with Malibu in it. Facts. So if you can't make it to the bar, you can't make it to the Red Dot store. So you gotta go to the gas station. It's your only choice. What you leaving out with? You gotta get a drink for the night. Platinum, um, platinum, um, 
Bauweiser, Platinum. Okay. Corona Heineken. Okay. Y'all ready for this? Yeah. This is gonna date my hood days. Four loco. Oh dang. Yeah, dang. yeah, yeah. You trying to get fucked up? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. When I was growing up, it was cheap. It was cheaper then. Yeah. You can get one for a for like a dollar. Right. Now yeah. I think it's like two bucks, three bucks or something. Listen, one of them cans. Dang. Two, two of them cans. You on your back. Facts. <laughs> facts. That's all you need. That's a pregame right there. Yeah, we used to stay getting that back up north. Pre pregame, you're not even going to the club. You're not. You're going to sleep, bro. Yeah. I tried that once, so that's it. I you didn't, didn't like, like it? it? Nah. Nah, I didn't like, like it. Like a whole lot of fruit flavor and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you just say you don't like drinks like that. But man, listen, you finish a can, you you gonna feel it. I tried one time, my night was old. <laughs> oh, my night was old. I, I, I couldn't even make it to it. Yeah, yeah, that's that malt liquor catch up to you now. Dang. Yeah, the Four Loco was my equivalent coming up as a. Uh, what's the can that all the old old heads used to get? It was a malt liquor. Oh, it was a popular um, name. Coke 45? Yeah, Coke, Coke 45, 45 is one of them. I said Coke 45. Yeah. Hey, man. So that was my four logo. For sure. Oh, man. So, when's the next time we going out? And what's the next drink we going to try? We got to do something different. We step out again. So, uh, hmm. I mean, we've been drinking on brown, so we might switch it to white this time. Okay, y'all coming to my side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll we come to your side. Okay. Uh, absolute Amsterdam, or we can try uh, Chirac. So, Chirac. Um, I think 50 Cent's got uh, white liquor, too. Mm-hmm. So... So we can try that on the next episode. All right. Um, liquor courage, no, no chaser. Sign off. This is Daniel. Nick. Nick. Peace. Peace.